You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. To make a positive change in the nation We're inviting you to partake in conversation To raise your vibration It's the day that we will all celebrate All of our peeps that make the thing elevate Watch the negative fade away Cause it's the day with Trey Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I'm excited because we got a magnificent Monday in the works for y'all. I have the pleasure of talking to two folks who are bringing a production to our neighborhood. I'm really excited because I got Gavin Reeve and Miguel Castellano in the building. Both of them are working with The Seagull Project and they are co-producing a production with Intamon Theater called The Lower Depths. So I'm excited that I get to dive in with both of them today. But of course, as you know, it is the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to participate with us. Go ahead, tag and share the stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you cannot watch our TV show, we still have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. I'm on all of the platforms. So whichever one is your favorite, just search for us and you'll find us there. Well, as I said, I'm really excited because the theater kid in me always is doing leaps and bounds when I have the opportunity to connect with some folks who are bringing theater to our doors right now. And up next, we got Gavin Reeb in the building. We're going to be talking about his work with the Seagull Project and this amazing production that they're doing with Intamon Theater. Hi, Gavin. Hey, Trey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. Well, th this is something right here. When when I hear the, the title, Artistic Director, mm. it means a lot. <laughs> so I just want to dive in to your role with the Seagull Project and how you connected with Intamon Theater to bring the lower depths to life. Absolutely. Well, uh, our company was founded in 2011, and it was all about actors. We were all about helping actors take the time they needed to make the art they wanted to make. And we were doing so outside of normal commercial models. Uh, we Normally it's like three weeks of rehearsal, tech, and then you run for a month. Uh, we said, you know what, we're gonna take the time we need. And we took about, we took 18 months to workshop this play because that's what the actors wanted to do. Uh, and uh, we so we, we built that initial play and we kept working and um, that was 12 years ago and we're still doing it. And uh, we were fortunate enough to have Jennifer Zile, who's the artistic director of Intamon Theater, be our scenic designer for the majority of our past productions. And uh, when we came to Jen about doing this show, she thought it was uh, something that really met with their mission and their desire to connect with the community of Capitol Hill and the larger Seattle region. And so um, uh, we, we met up and got to work. Well, that's a lot of work. And I mean, you're talking about taking some unconventional methods to something that actually has a known pathway. Oftentimes, as you said, there are three weeks, you know, mm -hmm. a month run. It says a lot about the intentionality y'all are bringing. How is the response from the actors involved? Um, how are they responding to this new approach and really being able to have the time they need? They, they're ecstatic about it. Uh, it is completely built around their needs. We have uh, check-ins with them uh, on our workshops where they tell us how things are going, um, what we can do to change and, and how we can support them better. Uh, and I think it really shows up on the stage, mm -hmm. you know, because um, they're able to create this depth of performance that normally, you know, you're talking, it's like, okay, well, we gotta do this, we gotta do this, go over here. And it's like, you really just get this surface layer of work. Um, but if you're able to take the time to uh, not only 
figure out how these other emotions and intentions and needs and objectives are in play, but also do work like we're doing with community organizations to uh, learn about the subject matter, to really dive into it and create some change in our community while we're also crafting a story. Uh, it adds, it activates the process in a way that um, a traditional model doesn't really allow. And so I think it really adds depth and, um, and I hear it from the actors. I hope we can see it from them too. Well, you know, for me, I, characterization was one of my favorite things um, as a theater child growing up and going to college for theater. There was something really special to me about bringing a character to life. But the process always did feel rushed. And I really appreciated in my own experience when I was able to write my own material and then bring it to life because it was that time. Yeah. It was that time that you're talking about with the material itself. And so I'm sure that the actors are really able to dive into the character even more with this added time. Mm -hmm. Now, when you think about this partnership with Intamon Theater, I love hearing how it came about. How has it been going to bring out the lower depths to, to audiences soon? How has that been the process? Yeah, I mean, it's been great. They've uh, given us space to have our workshops in uh, right next to the Erickson Theater where we're going to go up. Uh, they've been able to have their designers come into our workshops and work with us and they we've been working with community partners for about two years now and they're bringing them into the fold as well so uh, not only have we been doing things like workshops with path of art uh, you know uh, drives with mary's place recovery cafe uh, uh, all sorts of other organizations vehicle resident outreach um, but now we're doing talkbacks with them after the show we're doing lobby conversations we're the entire run we're doing um uh, clothing, a warm clothing run, uh, a drive for Mary's place as well, so we can make sure we're getting the socks and the gloves and the warm clothes for people that desperately need them right now. Um, and we're taking that conversation beyond that as well. I'm going to Jubilee Women's Center in two days to go and talk with them and, and meet with them about what their needs are and, um, and how art and activism can come together in an event space to create something that resonates well beyond it. And that's our goal. And it's, it's tough because it's outside of these normal structures that are in play, you know, but that's the kind of game right now everywhere, isn't it? Kind of figuring out how we challenge these structures that have been in place before and we do something that's better for the community. Yeah, well, this is so necessary because I always think about innovative approaches. That's where we get real change, mm -hmm. right? If we're doing the same thing over and over again, we end up in a rut a bit. And I think there's something really special about how the arts has a, a creative pathway that can be maintained by folks like yourselves who are pushing those boundaries, who are elevating new approaches to the work. And so so I love hearing these partnerships that are so necessary in community, but it also, uh, it brings to mind for me a, a point of access. Uh, you know, we think about theater sometimes as being, you know, for those who can afford it or, hey, those who have the time, if you're working two, three jobs, you may not have time to take your kids to a play. But being in spaces where people are kind of opens up that access. Are you seeing that on the other side? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I teach with an organization called Path with Art. And so I see it every day where I'm working with, uh, it's, it focuses with folks who have some kind of trauma in their background, uh, free art classes, though. And we're taking it all sorts of places. We find different ways to bring access uh, to them. And, and that's a huge thing. That's a big conversation right now that you're bringing up is like, not only like, how do we provide access to folks like cheap tickets, but how do we make sure that it's also, there's access needs of getting places? And how do we make sure that the arts and these conversations are able to find their way to, to people that aren't 
uh, traditionally able to to even make it a Capitol Hill or to to make it you know across town, or they don't have the fiscal availability. And um, and I think that's always the next big step. It's like how do we not, as theater artists who have a space, you know, be like, uh, you know, the instinct is like, oh, well, you come to us. How do you get out there and have the conversations and make sure that the events and the intentions are are happening all over the place? And yeah. that's part of why we we wanted to open this up. And even though the the play itself is at the Erickson Theater on Capitol Hill, the work we are doing and the conversations we're spreading and the art that is being created expands beyond that. Yeah, it, that's really good to hear because it's necessary. And lastly, I mean, some of this is always about being able to see yourself on that stage. Mm -hmm. You know, the diversity mm -hmm. of shows coming out, you know, having, you know, folks who really reflect global majority communities mm -hmm. means that sometimes that is the gateway that's needed too. I know when I was a young child going to a lot of shows, I was pretty intentional. I'm so glad that people around me were intentional to let me see black women mm -hmm. on stage, which was for me a, a anchoring that allowed me to know I could do it too. And it really fueled me as a young artist and a young thespian to have the power, I think, in understanding the history and legacy of performers that look like me, you know, gracing stages globally. Uh, how have y'all been able to think about the diversity of what you bring on stage to also open up that door? Yeah, I mean, it's it's important from the, the same point that you're at, as well as depicting real stories that actually reflect the communities that we're talking about, right? And uh, and we have we have pretty wide, diverse range on our stage. We have we have black women, we have Portuguese folk, we have Latino folk, but we also have pregnant people who are actually pregnant on stage, telling their stories as well. And they're hard stories, you know. This this it's a difficult play that is talking about an exceptionally marginalized community, which is folks who are on the edge of being unhoused, mm. you know, but if we're not telling those stories with the voices included that um, are part of those actual conversations, then obviously it's not being done right, because then it's just some another form of like preaching or to, to a community that doesn't want to hear that then, right, because uh, it's already a tough conversation. So the importance of uh, reflecting communities that are actually part and, and bringing them in as part of that discussion then is absolutely vital. And that's also why we decided right away when we were working on this that we were going to be adapting this play from the original so that all those people that we were bringing into our process, all of our actors, community members, uh, nonprofits, as well as our designers, were able to have a voice in what that looked like. So it wasn't just you know, me as a co-adapter, there's multiple co-adapters on it, um, having like a final say on what a black woman was going to say, but being able to say, hey, Esther, um, let's talk about this. And how does this feel with you? And what do you want to say here? And, and, and creating devising opportunities in the workshop process for them to be able to write in their own stories as well. Well, y'all are blazing trails, Gavin. This is really <laughs> great to hear uh, because it's so, it's not the norm, but I love that y'all are doing something that can maybe one day become the norm. And I, I appreciate the intentionality of what you're bringing. So thanks for giving us a little leg in to what the show is actually about. And thank you so much for being here and for doing this work. It's not easy to blaze new trails when it comes to something that's so known by so many. Of course, if folks want to tap in, they want to come to the show, they want to learn more about the Seagull Project, look right there, let them know how they do that. Absolutely. You can go to intamon.org slash depths or just intamon.org, www.theseagullproject.org, follow us on all socials. And I want to make sure everybody knows that Intamon does have a model of radical hospitality. So uh, we always have at least 10 free tickets at the door. So show up an hour early if, uh, 
if that is something that helps meet your access needs. Uh, Gavin, thank you so much. Thank you, Troy. Appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. Wow, y'all. We're going to dive a little bit more into what the show is about because up next, we got Miguel Castellano. He's going to be talking about his role in this amazing show, but also his journey into acting right after this. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. You're watching The David Trey. Seattle Opera presents X, the life and times of Malcolm X. The story of one of the most misunderstood figures in U.S. history comes to McCall Hall for an exceptional night at the opera. Pulitzer Prize winning composer Anthony Davis produces an American classic with influences from classical music, jazz, pop, blues, and more. Don't miss X, the life and times of Malcolm X, February 24th through March 9th at McCall Hall. Details at seattleopera.org. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I just got to say that it's so refreshing to hear from Gavin this, you know, unconventional, innovative approach to bringing theater to life. I mean, it's not often that you get to hear about them workshopping something for so long, bringing it out into community, allowing the actors to really bring in the things that they want to share on that stage in their character from their own lived experience. So I'm loving this innovation that we're seeing in theater right here with the Siegel Project and Intamon Theater. Of course, already I'm looking forward to seeing the show, but I'm also glad because we have someone who is in the show, who's been a part of these workshops. Miguel is gonna be telling us more about his journey in acting and also how this new innovative approach maybe it makes a difference in what he's experienced. Miguel Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, th this is something, Gavin kind of laid the foundation here, and I got to go right into it and ask you about your experience in this kind of innovative approach with the Seagull Project at Intamon Theater. How's it been reflecting for you as an actor? Uh, I mean, this company is kind of like um, a dream for an actor because you feel so rushed working um, in the uh, traditional process. You know, you maybe get like three to four weeks tops, you know, including tech. And so that doesn't allow you a lot of time. So a lot of times you have to come in pre-planned with certain things that you're going to do to make sure that you have a product at the end of the day, you know? But with this process, it allows you to basically come into the workshops every Monday and try something new and maybe try something that you never would have thought uh, to try, you know, so it, it gives you a lot more time to be able to flush out new ideas, you know, so mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a dream for an actor. Well, it does definitely sound like a dream. I know, um, I'm already picturing myself in your shoes, being able to really workshop it and pull some different things out. Has it been able to add to the way that you bring the character about on stage? Tell us some of the mechanics of that. Yeah, well, I mean, so the thing is, is that, uh, you know, in this show specifically, you know, and I've talked to Gavin about this quite a bit, is that um, these uh, these characters, um, the material that we're working on is complex, you know? And so uh, the half of the work of an actor is trying to make sure that you're actually telling these people's stories in an authentic way, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, with your traditional model, less time, like you don't really have as much time to do that, you know? And so this allows you to really do the research you know, into like the the realities of these people and being able to read it, uh, to meet it, you know, on a more truthful level, mm. you know. So um, it just gives you time to learn about these characters, 
in an authentic way more. So it gives you more time to be able to do those things. Well, I, I really appreciate hearing that. And I, and I got to ask about your beginnings because I'm sure uh, starting off, I know for me, you get used to a certain way of doing things and bringing characters to life. And now this new experience, you may have never thought that you would have the opportunity to do something yeah. like this. So tell us a bit about the journey that got you here as an actor. Yeah, so I mean, I moved out here in 2017. And when you start, uh, when I started in this city, you know, I started looking up the theater companies that were around here, you know, just to get my bearings, get to know the city, see what type of work is happening out here, that sort of thing. And um, the Siegel Project popped up. And, um, you know, if you're in a program for acting, you know, um, a lot of the, uh, the classes are about, you know, classical works like Chekhov and things like that. And, um, and so uh, I always loved doing that sort of thing in college, you know, and so I had always wondered, you know, leaving college, I was like, will I ever get to do this type of work again? And so I, I stumbled upon this company, you know, and, uh, and I started noticing that not only were they working on Chekhov, but they're, um, they're, they were working on it for such a long period of time. You know, and that um, for an actor, you know, who is all about the work, you know, I like learning about the characters and getting um, in depth. Uh, so that allows you more time to be able to do those things. And so, um, you know, even moving to this, this city in 2017, I was like, I want to work for that company, you know. Wow. Um, and so sitting here now, you know, you know, being a part of the company is is a little surreal for me. So it's it's um, I'm very thankful to be a part of the the project. Well, you know, this is, it's great to hear, you know, kind of your perspective on the, the mechanics of the project. And now, you know, when you talk about this being a hard story to tell, you don't have to tell us everything, yeah. but give us a glimpse of what the audience really can expect from this show. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's talking about marginalized people, you know, the, a lot of houselessness, you know, a lot of real issues that are happening right here in Seattle, you know, you you know all you have to do is just walk out your door and 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 look around you and you'll see right in front of you but i think it's the norm to kind of like you know shut that th that sort of thing out and just go about your daily life and i think the hard part about this play is it's it's kind of trying to peel back that you know that curtain and really make you realize the the realities that are right here in front of you on the streets of Seattle, you know? And so um, I, I think that's really the hard part about it is, is that um, these, are re these are real issues, you know? It's a play, of course, you know, it's theatrics, but we're talking about some real stuff that is, that is happening and, and that we don't have answers to yet, you know? And when people um, like yourself, you know, we're trying to, you know, start these um, uh, these conversations about these very real issues. Yeah, you know, and, and that's one of the things that I think is always so important about arts is it's almost always reflective of the time. It's in such a zeitgeist of its mm -hmm. own where it not only helps to drive ideas and thought, but also is a real true mirror reflection of what we may be experiencing at any given point in time in our history. Um, how has it really maybe resonated with you in terms of your own perspective of seeing the unhoused now that you're playing a character and you have this greater understanding uh, of maybe some of the literal depths of it, yeah. um, how, how has that really been um, for you as, as someone who's also out there and seeing it? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, like <laughs> being an actor, you, 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 um, you, uh, you kind of like, 
always kind of feel like you're, you're, you're two steps from that being your reality anyway, mm. you know? Um, uh, cause it's, it's very hard being an actor, um, uh, just in general, but also in the city, you know, but, um, but after, you know, reading this sort of text, it brings a lot more empathy into my life, you know? Mm. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's not so easy for me to, uh, you know, uh, to be able to draw that curtain and to go about my daily life. You know, um, I feel like it's a part of my life and, um, it, it, uh, it, it makes me wonder how I can, um, you know, how I can help some of these, these issues myself, you yeah. know, and how I can get more involved. Um, so yeah, it definitely peels back that curtain. Yeah. Well, I mean, with any type of production, there's always other cast members. Mm -hmm. And I love hearing about the camaraderie uh, that you're experiencing with other cast members. I know for me, there's always like a familial element that mm -hmm. you end up with. And I can only imagine that having more time with mm -hmm. each other means that those connections are deeper. Tell us more about some of, uh, some of the background and the behind the scenes that y'all are experiencing together. Right. Well, I mean, I'm pretty new to the company. So this is my first show with the company. And and uh, some of these actors have been with the company for quite some time. You know, some have been for maybe two shows. So everyone's coming from a different angle. But, um, but I mean, immediately my first day with these guys, um, I, I felt right at home. Um, and they're very welcoming. And um, there are a lot of really, really experienced and good actors in this company. You know, so being new to it, you know, I'm looking to them for guidance. I'm looking and also like... Um, you know, we're very honest with each other. There's something about this company that gets straight to the work of things, you know? So right when you hop in the room, you know, like whether you're actually working on the scene at hand or whether you're next up, like everybody's working towards the same goal. Um, and yeah, there's just something a different, different about the company that everybody is just like, okay, what can we do to make this the best possible, um, most truthful product here? Um, and so they get after the work in a completely different way than I've ever experienced. And it's just a, it's wonderful to be a part of. Oh, that's mm -hmm. great. Well, yeah. before I let you go, I got to give you a time to look right there in the camera, let folks know why they need to come to the lower depths. Tell them exactly why they need to be there. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, this play is really talking about, um, real issues that are happening in Seattle, you know, and, uh, the theater community can definitely, uh, use your support at the moment. So. Come see us. There we go. Miguel, thanks so much for being here. And yeah. thank you for being able to be a part of such a cast that's going to tell an impactful, phenomenal story. I'm looking forward to seeing you on stage. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow, y'all. I told you it was a magnificent Monday. I'm going to wrap all of this magnificence up right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Well, well, welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. Of course, I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to just thank my guests, both of them, Gavin and Miguel, for being here and giving us a glimpse of how the Siegel Project is doing something different when it comes to theater. Now, y'all have heard me talk about how excited I get about shows and about the process, but it was so refreshing to learn and hear how they're taking a different approach, doing something innovative to allow actors the time they need to really workshop these characters so that we, what we are experiencing 
something as audience members is something that is profound. So I'm really grateful to them for bringing about this innovative approach and doing something different while also being able to entertain the audience and inform the audience. I encourage y'all to look it up right now, the lower depths put on by the Siegel Project and Intamont Theater so you can get your tickets to something that is reflecting what we are experiencing in our society today. And Miguel hit a really serious note for me. When we think about artists, this idea of a starving artist has been such a misnomer, but it's also so real. They shouldn't have to be in that position. But he shared that, look, as an actor living in the city, hey, it may be one job away from me being unhoused. And therein lies the real truth of what we're experiencing in our world and in our society. So of course, I was inspired by what both of them shared, not only because of their innovative approach to theater, but also for bringing about a production that is real, that is felt, and that was also able to be informed by folks with lived experience now. So it's not just something that is surface level, but something that is really going deeper. So I encourage you to get your tickets to the lower depths. Make sure that you are there in that audience. Bring a friend, bring family, bring folks who you know have maybe experienced this so that they can be impacted by the story that is told there on that stage at Intamon Theater. Make sure you look it up and get your tickets today. And also be inspired as much as I was by what Gavin and Miguel shared today, because they're doing their part to be a part of the solution. And you can too. Of course, for me, y'all, until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Peace. To make a positive change in the nation. We're inviting you to partake in conversation to raise your vibration. It's the day that we will all celebrate all of our peace that make the thing elevate. Watch the negative fade away, cause it's the day we try. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.